Welcome into a sad VHS end of our posting brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, salt somberly, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. David, I'm sad. Yeah. You know what? I'm 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 just happy to see some Sun Devil basketball again. It has been so long. Yeah, I wish I could be that optimistic. Well, um, <laughs> I'm Shane, and I'm joined by David Radish today. So welcome to the show, David, first time. Uh, but so, aside from the game, how are we feeling today? No, pretty good. It was pretty good sports day. I feel a lot of, a lot yeah. of crazy stuff happening, you know? Yeah, at least they're not the Patriots. So, um, yeah, yeah look, bad. this was the reason why this one hurts so much more than that Cal loss is, one, because as we said, this was the first game back in a while. Um but two was kind of a tone setter. Uh, you're playing a Colorado team that most people think are around the same level. The DraftKings Sportsbook app thought that the line was plus one. Um, it was a pick 'em yesterday, and this was a a tune-up essentially. To it, it was a, it was it could set the tone for the rest of the season essentially. And a loss like a, a loss in general would have hurt this team. A loss like this really hurts this team because not only do you get blown out at home and I know it's your first time playing in two weeks, but that's been the whole thing. You have to adapt in this COVID situation that everybody is dealing with who can reschedule and who can adapt the best. And it's clearly not ASU right now. And not only did they get blown out, but they got blown out in the same fashion that they've been losing games all year. Uh, stagnant off ball movement, the, Nothing is really working. Forcing shots, uh, shooting contested threes with 13 seconds left in the shot clock. Nothing was working on offense. And when things were clicking on defense, uh, for some reason, this team doesn't like to run much. And and I, it's I, I don't know what to say anymore. I can't defend it anymore. I just can't. Yeah, you pretty much summed it all up. You know, it's it's. They'll have their those stints where you know they'll be really high energy on on defense, and that'll lead to good mm-hmm. offense. You know they'll they'll push the pace, they'll push the tempo, they'll they'll catch the buffs and other teams on their heels. But and then they just they they just can't help themselves. They'll just go back to you know just chucking up threes. You know just really poor decisions. Mm-hmm. You know like you said, there's just way too much time on the shot clock left on a lot of those possessions. Um, it just it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't I don't quite know yeah, why and, they and the, tend to revert back to it. And it's it's the it, it's just confusing more than anything. I think uh, this whole transfer portal world that's opened up this it, stuff like this happens. Um, that's the reason why this ASU team was able to go into Eugene and beat Oregon early in the year is because they have a lot of transfers and they have seemed to figure it out. I don't know if Bobby Hurley is the right coach to adapt to something like this. I don't know if it's just too many cooks. There's too many scorers on this team. There's too many scorers at the guard position on this team. But when all of them can't buy a a damn bucket and Jalen Graham is your leading scorer who has been shooting like 30% from the field tonight, he's five for five at halftime. Where the hell did that come from? Uh, and, And that's your main offense. You should be winning. You should be winning games if a guy like that is stepping up. And not only did guys like Marion Jackson struggle, but they struggled in areas they haven't been struggling. Marion Jackson had zero assists tonight, not a single one. The Sun Devils finished with seven total assists as a team. That is horrendous in an entire college basketball game. That is so, so bad. And it just goes to show you 
that they don't get their open shots by moving the ball and working an inside out game or skip passes. No, it's all one-on-one stuff. And sometimes the occasional cutter will find himself open. And that's mainly where the assists come from. And it's, it, it, it sucks. It's not fun. Yeah. I, I remember seeing in the, uh, the ASU, um, podcast yesterday you guys talking about which former sun devil mm-hmm. player you wish you could have on the team and it's it's funny that so many people wanted james harden like this this team is thank you they try to they, they they try to play like they're with james harden um i don't know how much adding another james harden type of player or a person who plays like that i don't know how much that would really affect the team it's that's it's it's not working let's try yeah. something else yeah the 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 offense it's so, so, so hard to watch because they tried a couple different things tonight. Um, I saw them run a play for Jalen Graham when he was hot in the second half. Uh, and it didn't work, but they they ran something other than like a modified Princeton that they run the entire year. It, it was it so that was a small bright spot at least. They're changing something up, but most of the time, if they don't get their offense started quickly, uh possession's a waste and you just got to hope DJ Horn or Jay Heath can hit a three uh, with no time in the shot clock left. And uh, once again, this team struggles to play against a zone defense. Uh, You saw Colorado go in and out of that two, three tonight. And the only way they were scoring on that zone is if again, DJ Horn would bail them out with a three or speaking of DJ Horn, he didn't have a great game either. I think he shot four of 11 tonight. Yeah. Four of 11, nine points and only three forwards and two assists. Just not many stats to talk about tonight, David. Not many numbers. <laughs> yeah, nothing with DJ Horn. I mean, it's the three-point shooting for, you know, the, the, the guards. It's a point of issue for the entire season, something that you weren't expecting when you got all these transfers in. Um, I was a little surprised at DJ Horn only going one for five from three, yeah. 20%. That's definitely below his standards, but... Uh, yeah, just a, a really rough night. Nothing, just nothing really seemed to be working. There was no, yeah, well, there was he, no process. He, I mean, he, this is what happens when, I mean, DJ Horn had been the far and away best Sun Devil on this team for the past month and a half, maybe even the whole season, um, aside from Kamani Lawrence at the start. But he was bound to have an off game, and tonight was that. And there's just no outside scoring other than that. The Devils shot five of twenty-one from the three-point line. Uh, it's 24%. They shot 20 of 59 from the field uh, with a 34% clip there. Um, CU was able to shoot 43% from the field at 25, or yeah, 25 of 58, and 40% from the three-point line at 10 of 25. Um, just there, there were a lot of matchup things tonight on defense as well. I thought, um, I mean, this team is the Colorado. This Colorado team is a lot better than people think they are. The the U of A loss on Saturday or two days ago. Uh, wasn't as bad as the score may say. They kept that game pretty relatively close, and they get they get, they have some scores. They have some dogs. Um, dude, Jabari Walker is something else. They they just have size, and they know what to mm-hmm. do with their size. They run plays with their size, and they also have really good outside shooters and good scores that can create their own shot. But they choose not to because they run the inside out game with Jabari Walker or Evan Batty. They go in and out. And that's how they get open threes. And the Sun Devils do not do that, and they struggle to do that, and they struggle to run. They don't know their identity, and they're it's the middle of January, and they have no idea who they are as a team. And and you could feel it tonight, not only with the players and the coaches, but in the crowd. There was so much unrest. I don't know if you heard the booing 
on the broadcast, but it was almost after every single offensive possession in the second half. And I don't know. I, at some point, do the players and coaches deserve it? It's hard to say. I don't think anybody deserves to be booed as a fan base. Um, shouldn't be booing your own team. That's just how I look at it. But I can understand the frustration because sitting, watching this game in person, uh, I had flashbacks to the 29-point performance against Washington State. This is just one of the worst teams in sets on offense that I've ever watched. It's brutal. Yeah, it's 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 really jarring, jarring watching Colorado on offense have a process, have a defined, mm-hmm. uh, you know, point of attack and play that they're trying to run. And then you just watch ASU just ISO and pass to a different player behind the arc. And then just at last second, a super deep three that has no chance of going in. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You know, Colorado had 10 more assists than ASU. It, mm-hmm. it seemed like a lot more. It seemed like they were just yeah. passing the ball and creating for their other players so much more. And you're right. They just, they know what they're doing when they're on offense. And it really just doesn't seem like ASU has any clue what they're trying to do on a consistent basis um, when they're on offense. Yeah. Uh, the And I've been preaching this the entire year. I preached this at the start of the season when this team wasn't even looking like it was going to be in as much trouble as it is now. This team needs to play with pace. Uh, they, they got into that zone or the, the trap, the full court trap, the one, two, two with Gaffney at the front at the end of that first half, uh, when they were on that nine Oh run right after that nine Oh run. And it mm-hmm. brought some intensity. It changed the, the entire pace of that last two minutes of the game or of the first half. And it did something. It provided a spark. Why don't they go in and out of that? It's not because they're not deep enough. They're deep enough. They can, they can sub players in and out. They can do that. They can platoon swap if they want to. I don't understand why they don't get into that more. Um, and I don't understand why they don't run more. And it doesn't, they don't even have to get their most of their buckets in transition. I'm just saying start the offense fast. Every time a rebound is grabbed, there, there are a few times where Marion or, or DJ Horn or Jay Heath will run down the court and have conviction and looking for somebody open, but it's three or four times a game. And even if they're not doing that, trying to get fast break points, just get into the offense. Don't stop and set up this offense because this team doesn't do well when they're set up in a, in a half-court offense. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And they have to realize that. And I know Bobby is like the biggest stick-to-the-script guy, and I get it, and I applaud him for that. But at some point, man, you got to change shit up. You have to. Yeah, especially when you're, you're talking about that that press that, that they ran. I, I don't understand how – you know, you found a formula that's working. You know, I, I get not keep sticking with it the entire time, but I don't know why later in the in the second half when when things aren't working as well again and you're starting to fall behind, I don't know why you don't switch to that. You know, you clearly had success with it. Just, you know, keep going with what works. Um, and then, you know, you're right with a, a big problem with just getting out and running. Um, they did not, they got out rebounded by Colorado, uh, 46 to 31. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, get out there and and get ahead. Colorado had 10 offensive rebounds. It's kind of hard to get out ahead of it when, um, you know, you're not getting boards and Colorado's getting a bunch of second chance opportunities. Yeah. Uh, well, Look, there are a lot of things that attributed to this big loss uh, for Arizona State. 
Um, but if you were to bet on it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I think you would have covered that one-point spread as the Sun Devils lost by 18 tonight, uh, 75 <laughs> to 57. And if you want to bet on games like this, maybe if you want to bet out of spite because you hate ASU basketball and hate watching them, um, you can do that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I don't recommend spite betting, but you can do that. Um, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And this week, if you don't want to touch college basketball, you can bet on NFL wildcard weekend. We saw a couple weird ones today. Um, and this week, new customers can sign up using that promo code PHNX. And if you place just $5 on any money line and they win in the wildcard weekend, you get $280 in free bets. That's 56 to 1 odds this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Hammer the Over promotion also hit tonight. Um, the over-under total was set at 3.5 by the time the game kicked. Um, and that hit within the first five minutes. And obviously, the traditional over in that game hit as well because the Bills stomped the Patriots. Um, but yeah, download the DraftKings Sportsbook out today. Use the promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet just $5 on any wildcard team's money line. And if they win, you get $280 in free bets to spend at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21-plus Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Okay. I think we're too late for this, but I, well, first of all, I, I'm just going to answer my own question. I was going to ask, yes, it's time to panic. I was going to ask you if it's time to, yes, it is. But do you think it's gotten to the, to the point where it's so bad that players are going to start checking out that, because I saw it a little bit at the end of the game tonight, uh, Gaffney with a hard foul at the end, uh, right before they set up to shoot the two free throws, um, DJ Horn tried to call everybody over to do a huddle um, like you do before every free throw. And Alonzo Gaffney was just not having it. He just walked to the bench. And I don't think that was anything personal to the team. I think he was just fed up with the performance. Um, but body language was really bad in the last six minutes of the game. And I think that has a lot to do with his atmosphere. I mean, even when this team would go on runs and or have a four-point swing in the wrong direction, it was just crickets, man. It was silent in here. And, and I don't blame fans for not wanting to come out on a Saturday night at 8 p.m., uh, but at the same time, it just it sucks to see one of your one of your prized possessions in ASU basketball just get treated like dirt. <laughs> it's sad out here, man. So do you think that the, the that players are going to start checking out or do you think Hurley still has a grip on this team? Um, that's a tough question. You know, I it's this is the first game back after a month. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. expectations might have just been a little high. And then just that huge letdown, you know, you don't play, you play two games in a month and you get blown out in both of them. And it's, it's bad. Um, but I mean, for the most part, this team is just built off of, and they succeed when they have energy. So if they don't have energy and, and they can't play hard, then yeah, that's a really bad sign for what's going to happen in the future. And that's a really bad sign for Bobby Hurley. Um, I don't know about long-term checking out, you know, I, you know, I, I understand you know, maybe, when you're down by 16 or whatever it was, you know, you're, yeah. you're not going to play as hard. Um, that, that just disappointment gets to you. So I, I don't it's know. Just, I, I think it's just it, so reoccurring. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll we'll definitely, stuff. yeah, it's, we'll definitely keep seeing this in, in the future. I think, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy that this team just, the formula to, to win seems kind of obvious and yet they're just seeing, so against going to it and it's it's not the formula to win though it's just the formula to not lose i think yeah, they, like they don't have the, they don't yeah they don't have a key to win but they have a key to 
not repeat the same stuff that happens over and over again. It, uh, I, we've, we've said this so many times before. I feel like a goddamn broken record because of how much, how many times I've said this team can't set up an offense, but it's just, they just can't. And, and the excuse of the transfers and everything, it's, you can't use it anymore because this team has played together for so long. Um, and before the game, I, so on my way to Desert Financial, I'm not going to lie, I was a little skeptical. I was like, this Buffs team's pretty good. Like, I'm a little worried, first game back, whatever. But then I got in the stadium, and during warm-ups, you know, the guys were pretty juiced up, and Marion hit a couple, hit like six threes in a row in warm-ups, and so the guys were just having a good time, and they, they let me believe again. The damn devils let me believe again because of how much fun they were having out there on the court, and that is so far from being replicated when they're actually playing in the game. There's no smiles. There's nothing. It, this is a game. This is college basketball. When they go on runs, they have to feed off that energy. Uh, Enoch's block that, my God, I don't – oh, uh, he he had a really good game non-statistic-wise. He was kind of everywhere mm-hmm. tonight on defense, really good interior defender. But that, that block, if that's not called a foul, which it shouldn't have been – that type of stuff, you get energy off of that. And and even if it is called a foul like it was tonight, you can still get energy off of that. The, these little plays, they need to find small successes in. And it's 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 just weird. It, this team is just so, so damn weird. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, the, you can blame the, the transfers and, and not being able to play together a lot. But, I mean, this is, this is the state of, of college athletics. There's transfers everywhere. You know, every team has a ton of transfers. Every, you know, from – football to basketball, you know, at some point you just have to either, you know, put up or shut up, you know, I, we're several months into this. You guys have been practicing for even longer. Just, you know, it's, it's time to figure stuff out or I don't know, <laughs> get the heads rolling. <laughs> There's just, there, there isn't a lot to say because, because of how many th- these post games are getting the, 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 it's the same talk every time it's, it's run. It's, it's getting to your offense faster. It's why isn't the offense working? It's who else is going to score? It's why is Marion Jackson struggling so bad? I swear his shots are getting farther and farther away from the rim. It's it's so bizarre. And I, and the conversation I've had with people is, well, he was a Mac player. Like he was probably just getting like more volume. Like that's just not true. He was a forty percent from the field shooter. And before this game, he was almost under twenty percent from the field this year. It's bizarre. It's it's cursed. This team is cursed. <laughs> There's something going on in Tempe. Um, jokes aside, though, we did talk about this um, earlier, but this is also tied into the lyric of the game, so we'll pull that up real fast. Uh, there will be no singing today, as the lyric of the game is only uh, is only one word. Um, so without further ado, our lyric of the game tonight comes from one of my favorite artists, uh, DJ Alice in Wonderland. The song is called Run, and the lyric is just run. Run! Do something. Play with pace. Play with passion. Just do something different, please. I mean, when when you run in transition, when you play fast, it changes everything. It changes the way that the team you're playing defends it changes the way they're able to set up in their offense it changes the way they have to set up their defense it changes everything it changes the way you can get buckets it changes you don't need to set up in offense 
it's easier to play defense. You can you can substitute more. You can get people in foul trouble. There are so many things, and I just want to know why. And I remember Hurley saying this earlier in the year when so, when somebody asked him about that. He was like, "Yes, I told my guys to run. I want us to run. It just hasn't happened, and I don't know why. I just don't get it, David." <laughs> I wish I had the answers for you, buddy. I don't know. I, it's just as confusing for me. It's, uh, it, it's just the same thing every single time. Yeah. Well, 21 minutes of pain is long enough for me. So we'll talk about a couple of bright spots um, tonight. As I said, Jalen Graham was probably the best player on the court for the Sun Devils mm-hmm. the majority of the night. Um, as I said, they were running plays for him at one point. He finished with 16 points, a 5-11 shooting. Uh, five boards, um, and just impacted all over the court. Uh, defense, he was solid. Uh, the rebounds he was getting were man rebounds. That he he was committed to grabbing some of those boards tonight. Um, he also had a, a thrunk. I always love a good thrunk. Um, you know when you when you don't actually hit the rim, but you throw the ball in from up top. He had a nice Blake Griffin type yeah. thrunk tonight, even though it didn't really mean anything. Um, so, yeah, that was something. He played well. Good for him. Luther Muhammad always providing a spark. I thought he was fantastic again tonight. Um, he's really opened my eyes as, as to what type of scorer he can be. I didn't really expect him to be a scorer when he transferred here two years ago from Ohio State. Um, I really thought he was just going to be a, a one-way defensive guy who could maybe occasionally shoot the three ball. And He found his own shot a couple times tonight. Um, really sneaky, good handles. But the biggest thing is he brings energy, and I think that um, a guy like Jemiah Neal, who wants to bring that same amount of energy as a guy like Luther Muhammad does, can learn a lot from him, as Jemiah Neal is obviously only a freshman. Um, he comes off the bench. Luther Muhammad didn't start tonight, um, but and neither did Jalen Graham, but both of those guys played extremely well, and that's the type of spark you need off of your bench when you're playing a team like Colorado, and you're playing any team in the pack, for that matter. Um, so those two guys, really impressive. Um, tonight, and it's good that it's not just a DJ Horn show. I would have liked for him to play well again tonight, but it is encouraging that you can see scoring coming from other positions and not just in the starting lineup for the Sun Devils team. Yeah, I did a spot on, you know, Jalen Graham, really good stuff. Um, but like you said earlier, not to get depressed again, but it's just it's disappointing when you have guys who don't normally show up show up and you still can't get it done. You know, that's just still just more disappointment but you know you're absolutely right you know i really liked what i saw from from Jalen graham a lot of just good energy no settling like he, either yeah he, he didn't he didn't settle for for jump shots tonight which is fantastic love to see that gaffney still is doing that though and i don't need that mm-hmm. yeah it, he looked like he wanted to be out there and he looked like he knew what he was doing he knows his role i feel like that's an issue with a lot of of players in in basketball not just on asu team is just you have to learn who you are as a player, and, and you have to Star learn your role. Star in your role, baby. Yeah. Star in um, your role. Um, so. Jay Heath was also really good tonight, uh, 15 points. Uh, he always impresses me with how quickly he can get to the bucket. Um, just phenomenal isolation guy, and it's great to have those type of players, but it doesn't really help when your four other guys on the court don't move without the ball. Um, multiple times, a lot of the turnovers that ASU have caused themselves this year – come from stagnant, stale people in the corner, not moving, not interested in happening, and one person trying to bail out a possession. Um, Marion was doing that a lot earlier in the year. Jay Heath did it a couple times tonight, and, of course, DJ Horn um, 
had a couple turnovers as well. Um, so that's that that's the biggest spot um, that I think they really struggle with turnover wise. I think it all comes from. I mean, everything is a self-inflicted wound on this ASU basketball team right now. It just is. Um, they're not the only time they are getting beat beat is when a team is shooting 30% or 50% from the three-point line, um, kind of like Cal did. Um, but at the same time, that's kind of their own doing as well because the three-point defense has been horrendous this year, and we're getting sad again. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, be happy about, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you know what there is to be happy about? Uh, the PHNX locker. Got beautiful merch all the time. Um, I usually wear my PHNX uh, Sun Devil shirt uh, when I'm, around uh when i'm covering asu but i didn't want to wear it to the game because i didn't feel like this team deserved it and they definitely didn't tonight um but you can head over to the phnx locker right now and get stickers um the sticker packs are fantastic really cool stuff i'm a big sticker on my laptop guy um so if you're a stick on your laptop guy or gal you should do that as well at the phnx locker uh right now if you're a member you can get buy one cardinal shirt get another cardinal shirt for just uh for 50 cents off or 50 percent off um, they just dropped a new Cardinal shirt, new merch dropping all the time at the PHNX Locker. You can also get fantastic content. If you subscribe to be a member at gophnx.com from all of our writers here at uh, gophnx, including Craig Morgan. Um, they got brutalized by the Avalanche tonight. It wasn't as close as the game last night. Um, Jesse Friedman, Derek Montilla, Jared Borgay, um, and even Johnny. Johnny's a little boy. Uh, he writes articles, too. Um, I, I found out that he really enjoys Bloomin' Onions as well. Um, so there's a fact. And then uh, uh, he, I think he just wants somebody to accompany him in Maricopa because he seems really lonely out there. So Johnny, All the way down in Maricopa, that's a pretty far drive. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, they just got an Outback Steakhouse, so I guess things are getting better. Um, anything else to add, positive or negative, David, about the performance of the Sun Devils tonight? Uh, they put a jersey in the rafter. That's a really good thing. Um, yeah, I, not yeah, a good night to do it, considering they lost pretty bad. But always good to remember some good times and some great mm-hmm. Sun Devils. So yeah, shout out Ike there for him for sure. Um, he was one of my favorite players, um, and he, I think he's still playing overseas, which is which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was a positive for sure. Um, thanks for bringing some joy, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from a game standpoint, I mean, I don't really have an anything else to say I've, I've said it all before on multiple post game shows i feel like i'm in the movie groundhog day when i'm standing right here um at desert financial it's just the same shit a different day um guys it's been a pleasure as always you can follow me on twitter at shane deep you can follow david on twitter at david underscore radish you can follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore sun devils uh, we will be back next week monday 2 p.m right here dfa utah who just got smashed by U of A. And if that's anything, if that's a sign of things to come, Colorado did as well two days ago, and they were in Tucson as well. So think happy thoughts, sleep well, and we'll see you here on Monday. Peace.